six hours. Six months. Six, it's been six, six whole hours since hours. we last recorded. Um, yeah, this actually, actually... The problem is we rec- This is... We only just recorded the Spider-Man episode. Yeah, and then... We an hour ago. And then we decided, do you know what? Let's, um... Let's just bank this one for... <laughs> it, and we're going to talk about it's, movies that aren't out yet, even though we've seen them. And it's the were, longest teaser, because it's a six-month teaser. We're planning on releasing the next episode in six months to build hype. So in the next six months, you're going to see social media spots. You're going to see us on live TV. Yep. We're going to be... We've got competitions, giveaways. We're going to be on Love Island. We're going to be on Love Island. <laughs> As a couple. There's a trip to Saudi Arabia that we're going to give away. <laughs> <laughs> it's Honestly, the next six months are going to be wild. Guys, check in. By, by the time we get to April... <sighs> You're just going to be overloaded with the, social the media. The world will be aflame with the Meandering Movie Podcast buzz. They'll be like, Queen Elizabeth will come out on a little podium and be like, I've been listening to the Meandering Movie Podcast, and it's very good. Prince Philip will rise from his grave. <laughs> They'll be like, I thought that was all right. Well, I don't know what voice that was. <laughs> well, you know what, Gavin? I don't Let's, know why I did the Beatles. I'm excited to see what happens in the next six months. It's going to be very exciting. And then... This is. I'm just going to say this, and you'll have it. You should fade that out, and then we'll just pretend it's been six months. <laughs> like, like that's like you could play the intro there, and then in for the opening, we'll just be like, "Man, the last six months were fucking terrible." <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just come back in with yeah, just that. Okay. <laughs> what if I left all of this in? <laughs> I mean, that'd be good as well. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Meandering Movie Podcast. It has been six months since we last recorded. Uh, we know it's been a while. We had so much planned. The trip to Saudi Arabia got lost. <laughs> got cancelled. Got cancelled. Uh, Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth, we sent them emails and they just didn't listen. Buckingham Palace sent me an email back saying, please stop. <laughs> stop emailing stop us. Stop emailing us. We don't need an email stop, an hour. Stop like, sending us pigeons with oh, pictures of your face on it. I didn't know how else to get them to pay attention to me. And now I'm definitely on some kind of list. So, apologies, Gavin didn't do any of the social media stuff we agreed on. No, I was busy. Um, I decided to take up Krav Maga, and uh, I'm now a martial arts expert, so I'll kick the fuck out the Queen. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really do much of my time in six months. Uh, The other thing Gavin's done is he's covered up his tattoo, which is... Wow, we're really just going straight into that. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Music is no longer life. It's the end of an era. Oh yeah, like, I guess for context, it's just Gary and I again... Uh, our other people, uh, Philip and Ryan, are not here because I covered up the music's life tattoo. Ryan has chosen to never speak to me again. He has disowned me. He and I'm not- this close. If you hadn't offered to pay me to be here, I would have said no. All I had to pay you was wagon wheels, apparently. And you were just, you were here. You love, love a wagon. wagon. That that soft marshmallow, gooey mm. center, and then surrounded by biscuit, covered in chocolate. Philip just has like an actual audio engineering systems, whatever job why are they called wagon wheels <laughs> you're still on the wagon wheel well, because we don't, there's nothing like if you think uh, of a wagon wheel it's the shape of a wagon wheel just call it a wheel then the wheel no, biscuit because what a wa- there's no but a wagon wheel's got spokes where are the spokes on a wagon wheel biscuit you could make the spokes yeah you could make a you could make a wagon wheel biscuit yeah, look like a fucking w- mickey mouse is and then wagon wheel sounds better than wheel 
Hey, let's go get a, a bar of wheel. No, yeah, I agree. But that's what I suppose that's what I'm saying. It just feels like a really weird lead to follow. So is Penguin. Why call it? Be- does it look like a penguin? Does well, they tell jokes. That doesn't make sense. Penguins <laughs> don't tell. The penguin oh, bar has a joke oh, yeah, on it. Every time I went to Edinburgh Zoo, I'd be like, Mum, the, the penguin wasn't telling me a joke. Yeah. That's, you know. Edinburgh Zoo has got that little stage up at the back with the curtains. Hmm. Once every hour and a half you go, and then all the penguins come out and they do their best stand-up comedy. It's the best bit of Edinburgh Zoo. The worst part was the hippo of Harvey Weinstein's that would come around and like <laughs> fiddle with the, the penguins. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein's <laughs> Harvey Weinstein's They can run 35 miles an hour. <laughs> we are not going down this route. Just saying. Uh, welcome back to the Meandering Weaver <laughs> podcast, everyone. Uh, yes, it's... Uh, We're okay. going off the rails! <laughs> Already! <laughs> We have, of course, Gary. Hello. I am uh, the thing that goes bump in the night, Gavin Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) We are back for episode two of the Meandering Movie Podcast. It's been six months. We're on episode two. It's been six. We did say this is just going to happen. Yeah, this is what you're getting now. We know that you guys are excited and we know you want to listen to more Meandering Movie Podcasts, but we agreed we wanted to give you this message uh, weeks ago, actually. Fuck (laughs) them. Stop doing this. Fuck them, fuck you, fuck you. Don't fuck me. Fuck everything. This is uh, this is what you're getting. It's like, you know, like Oliver Twist when he's like, please, sir, may I have some more? Yeah. That's the audience. And we're that fat guy in a chair. More? More? How Oliver, dare you? Oliver. We get- Never before has a boy asked for more. Oliver. Oliver. Please stop saying Oliver. we're going to get a copyright strike. Here's what I want to say to all you beautiful people out there who listen. Where the fuck were you when we were actually making the podcast? Because the amount yeah, of people so that come up to me to and me. they're like, when you coming back? I love your podcast. I want more of it. I'm like, where were you when it was happening? It's where were the, you? It's the hipster mentality. You know, they've got to, yeah. they've got to like it when it was not cool so they can tell people, oh, I liked this before it was cool. So when we do come back, in we another six yet? months. Well, no, in another six months okay. when we actually get the Saudi Arabia trip. Yeah. The Queen's talk about that's it, the coming. TV spots. Yeah. The giveaways. When all that's happening, all the hipsters will be like, I like these guys before they were cool. Yeah. When the, like when the new uh, season of like the Love Island trailer comes out and we're in the trailer and stuff, just be like, I knew them before they were that's like not big happening. time. They, they told us no. I'm going until I'll swim to the island. <laughs> I don't know. Do you good? <laughs> like what, what would happen? Have they got a camera set up on that beach? Like, there seems to be something coming out of the ocean. It's some fat man covered in in seaweed. Excuse me. I How may have put on a here? wee bit of podge in the belly, but I'm not fat. <laughs> I'm just, I've got comfortable. <laughs> Speaking of comfortable, long movies make your butt hurt. And today we're going to talk about movie length the topic of the day, and the yeah. lengths of movies. Because it's got ridiculous. It has gotten out of hand. It's not just out of hand, out of the window. Wow, out of the whole window? <laughs> it's, we're driving a car on the motorway, and I have long movies in my hand. Uh-huh. And I'm saying, Dad, 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 look at these long movies. And you're saying, those long movies are distracting me. I need to pay attention to the road. If you don't get those long movies out of my face, I'm going to throw them out the window. Okay. And I've kept going. I've kept making long movies for years and years and years. And you've grabbed them, and you've thrown them out the window in a fit of rage. And then it's Like caught, my bounty ball caused- on the way back from Alton Towers. Thanks, Dad. Oh. He did say, stop throwing that bouncy ball at my head. (laughs) (laughs) And I I didn't. Do you know what's mental? That was last week. (laughs) He's like, Gary, you're in your early 30s. Please stop throwing the bouncy ball at my head. And why did you make me take you to Alton Towers on a Saturday? You have a wife. I have a wife. We have lives to live. Wives and lives. 
Yeah, I so, but yeah, movies are getting far too long. Yeah, for example, recently we've obviously had The Batman, which was just under three hours. We had Spider-Man No Way Home, which was like two hours 40. Two, two hours 40. We've, we've had, had the big hitters. We had the Avengers Endgame. Marvel have done a lot of long movies. They're kind of, and I agree, they are bumping up the kind of, they seem to be just edging it further and further. Shang, how long was Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi was like two 30, I the think. new the new normal feels like two thirty. Even uh, what was it? Eternals was two and a half hours, yeah. and that movie could have been five minutes, and it should have just been. <laughs> We're sorry, we fucked it. That should have been the movie. And then the most egregious of all of this, the most ridiculous, and, and proof that movies are getting too long. Sonic the Hedgehog two has released, <laughs> and for a kids movie designed to keep small children entertained for a respectable amount of time. Yeah, that film clocks in at two hours. Two hours. Five or something stupid like that? How long was the first one? Like an hour 50 or hour 45? What? I'm sure it was like, because it was just kind of in and out. The first one doesn't feel like, like two most hours of my sex then. life. <laughs> there we go. There's your first, first sex. One back. Sonic movie length. Let me check. We've got to check. We should have done this before the episode. No, we like to do it as The first up. one's an hour and 40. So See that's kind of close see? to yeah. the, what they expected. And then the second one, Sonic 2 movie length, uh, two hours and two minutes. Would, did you th- now, it I've, feels like two hours, two minutes. I've only seen the first one. And mm. We were going to see the second one, but you went to see it in 4DX, so I could not uh, morally join you in that crusade. It, <laughs> slight aside, hello, welcome to the Meandering Movies. <laughs> we're back. 4DX is by far the worst way of watching anything, any movie ever. It is, it is a travesty to cinema. <laughs> and the fact that Sonic 2 was almost a full cinema <laughs> is mind-boggling i mean i can't talk because we paid for four of those fucking seats um but like i was like you know what if i'm gonna have to sit through sonic 2 40x is the way to do it but it's just not the the, the, there's something wrong with the smell you know they're meant to blast smells at you yeah sprays and like one at one point he's eating he's like oh chili dogs my favorite and i was like oh yeah chili dogs and i was expecting chili maybe bread smell to get blasted cheese i don't know just fusty old farts Uh, yeah i I can imagine (laughs) no matter the smell oh they're in uh, a meadow of dandelions just fusty old smart smart smell no matter what because it's just some old tired machine just going Um, they have a bubble machine now oh excellent for all scenes that don't have bubbles well there was like you know Sonic the Hedgehog 2 obligatory dance sequence to Bruno Mars's fucking uptown funk or something and like disco lights and then this bubble machine started blowing that sounds like a hellhole it was pretty nuts it was pretty crazy think of it when you go to the cinema and one person (laughs) takes their phone out and it's distracting and ruins the whole experience imagine building a a cinema screen around that with bubbles lights fart genuinely man i i was seen this the last film i saw in 40x was the first suicide squad movie again i was like if i'm gonna go see a terrible movie i might as well try and get eke some level of enjoyment out of it and i remember that film was bad and the F40 experience was not great but my memory of that was the seats moved a bit yeah and there was like and then there was a bit of water and a bit of air right mm. Sonic 2 was cranked up to fucking 11. Yeah. It was like spitting out. water in my face every couple of minutes. The seat, I remember at one point where the seat jerked so hard forward, Hannah's whole head like snapped <laughs> and her hair like fell all the way forwards and then it snapped back and she was just like, 
<laughs> she looked across at me and I looked at her and she was like, oh. I feel like I've just been physically assaulted. Should we sue City World? There was, there was so much flashing lights. There were the, the, the fans for the, 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 they make so much noise. Every time they were up, they're like, <laughs> so you were sitting there like, <laughs> I felt like I was, I'm, I feel like I have PTSD from seeing Sonic yeah, 2 and 40X. Horrific. I just like that they've turned it into a, like a nightmare disco. Like it's, it's, it's pretty much, and, and it's, the Suicide Squad felt like they were trying to at least, almost like the filmmaker, you know, the director and the film team were like, right, we're going to do this sensibly. It's going to be like a subtle, there's going to be some real moments of mm. like, wow, you're, you're, when the car rolls over, the seat's going to jerk and you're going to be there. Awesome. But um, for the most part, it was like kind of, oh, this, this establishing shot, the seat's going to move slightly. Sonic 2, they were just like, fucking move the seat. How much can we move the seats? Well, we recommend like once every three minutes. Every minute. Every minute. Every minute. Every minute. And the other problem with 40X, I, I spoke to uh, Phil and, and Caboose and Hannah after we got out. Sorry, I know it's meant to be about film lens, but I just have a lot to say about 40X. <laughs> the other problem with 40X is you're, you're sitting there and it's like, all right, cool. Sonic is running down this road and he goes left and the seat jerks left. And he goes right and the seat goes, and you're like, all right, cool. I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. And then fucking tails falls out of the sky and rolls and batters himself off the ground and the seat goes and like oh wait am i sorry i'm tails now right I'm, <laughs> like so I, I was sonic now okay i'm still here i'm still here and then robotnik gets punched up the face and the seat jerks back and i'm like am i robotnik now am i just the camera like what am i who am i in the context of this movie it just to to improve the the, the whole thing it should just pick something you shouldn't be everything you shouldn't be the rocks and the characters and the fucking camera it should be you are either Sonic, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you should be one of those things. Can, oh, Christ. Can you imagine, like, and speaking of long movies, like Fast and Furious 9, <laughs> uh, like, if you're everything in Fast and Furious 9, you're coming out with whiplash. <laughs> like, you're, you're coming out of the cinema and walking straight into the hospital. Because it's just like... You need to. Also, yeah, with Sonic 2, because you've seen the first one and the second I've one. seen the first and the second one. Uh, I've only seen the first one. It was... A film that yeah. I watched. I think we did an episode where we reviewed it. I think we definitely did. Back in season two at some point. So go back and look for that. Um, I don't know which episode that was. <laughs> um, but do you feel it warranted an extra 21 minutes? Absolutely fucking not. So absolutely not. And very quick review before we get back to talking about the real issue. Um, the, f- the thing I said, and if you do go back and listen, you'll hear me say it. The thing I said there was a problem in the first Sonic is there's too many human characters. Yes. Sonic 2. James Marston doesn't need to be there. James Marston and his wife. and their, He has a wife? Then his wife's sister, who were in the first one. All of those characters are superfluous to the movie and do not need to exist. The second one does away with that pretty early on. It's like James Marston's going to Hawaii with his wife for his sister's wedding. So you're like, all right, they're out of the picture. And, the, and they did what I said they should have done, and they give you a Sonic movie with Sonic and Knuckles and Tails versus Robotnik for 80% of the film. The 20 extra minutes, oh, Gavin, comes, the yeah. 20 extra minutes they the added Hawaii to that holiday movie type. are the Hawaii holiday subplot storyline. So the wife's sister is getting married to this guy. I'm going to spoil all this for you, oh, and I'm going to spoil everyone. I apologize. That will show up at now, on Now TV at some point. I'll put it on and drink a <laughs> bottle of wine. He's he's she's getting married to this guy who's a new character. Fine. Um, it turns out that the new guy that's been introduced is actually an undercover agent for working Robotnik. for no for the government agency called Gun, which are also on the hunt for Sonic. They're in the games, so it's kind of like, oh, okay. I get why you've done this. Didn't need to do it this way. Um, and then there is a, I kid you not, Gavin, there is an eight minute to 10 minute long sequence of the 
the wife, the scorned wife, who's like, you've been lying about our relationship the whole time. He's like, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have lied. She's like, I'm going to kill you. Jesus. And then it's a eight to 10 minute long sequence of her riding around on a fucking golf court, screaming, golf cart, sorry, screaming, I'm going to tear his head off. And it's played for laughs, but it's like, I don't care. <laughs> I, yeah, I want to go back to Sonic and <laughs> Tails fighting Knuckles. Like, and I don't care it. about any of this stuff. If this was a two-minute gag, fine. It's going on for the longest amount of time, and it just doesn't end. And it's, it, uh, yeah. It's kind of like um, th- those Godzilla Kong movie stuff where it's like, oh, kill Godzilla and Kong are doing Godzilla and Kong thing. Oh, now we're back to the 20-minute segment where, like, the girl from Stranger Things is wandering around a secret lab. Trying and she's to f- sad. And- yeah, and her dad died, or her <laughs> mum, one of her parents. I, d- I don't care <laughs> show me godzilla punching something like this is what i came for you f- anyway so long yeah. movies so yeah so long movies so i think the i think the it would be interesting to go through the history of long movies which i think you've done a small yes bit of research uh, obviously um post world war ii uh, is when cinema a lot of it's some of the biggest directors kind of started to come out around that time they just worked uh, during world war ii john lasseter john lasseter no. <laughs> I was almost going to, oh yeah, it's like, no, like John Ford and stuff, like these kind of big names. This, not John Lasseter. <laughs> Randy Bird? No, no. But yeah, so you had films like Ben-Hur and Lawrence of Arabia, the Godfather trilogy, of course. All of these movies are like... Frank Ford Coppola. Big Coppola, yeah. With he's, his, he's a notoriously long filmmaker. Yeah, like it? Apocalypse Now, the director's cut is three hours. And he's done another director's cut, which is longer, I think. Then you've got The Godfather Part 2, which is well over three hours. Mm-hmm. And then movies like Lawrence of Arabia, uh, Malcolm X with Denzel Washington, like all over three hours. Like it was quite common between like, I would say early 50s through to the 70s. These kind of big art house piece movies, mm. these kind of event movies. 2001 A Space Odyssey is another example. But I think a reason why movies at that time were so long is because they had intermissions yeah. and things like that. So they would do these long... It's kind of like theatre. You go to the yeah, theatre yeah, for... Yeah. And a, it's a night. Yeah, it's and an the theatre is a three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour yeah, You're going out for a big evening. You're going out for dinner with your loved one. And you're going to the cinema. And it's this big experience. And the lights and the Panavision cameras. And it fills the room. And we're going to stop. And you're going to come outside. You're going to get some more popcorn and some more juice. It's also the only thing they had to do. Yeah, exactly. There was no streaming services. There was no video games. It's like, how much did you pay for these tickets for The Godfather Part 2? And it's like, oh, they were like £15 a pop. Probably that time, like $4 or £4 or something. It's like, all right, cool. So, I mean, what are we going to do? Like, go for food and then come home? And then what? Like, there's nothing on the TV, so I guess we'll just sit in the dark. I don't know what they did back in the 70s. (laughs) We'll put the radio on and listen to that World of the Worlds thing again. (laughs) That's class. But it's like, no, no, no. It's our entire night. It's We're going to go, we're going to have food, and then we're there until 11 (laughs) o'clock. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? And then we come home and beat the kids. Uh, And then... (laughs) we we, (laughs) It's so funny, because we're talking... Father Part 2 is what, the 70s? Yes. And I have put that into the 20s or You 30s. put that in the 30s. Like, <laughs> husband comes home. They have their like microwave dinner thing. They, they're like, the war is about to come, everyone. And then they just like slap the wife and go to bed with a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> but then obviously post 70s, we're into the 80s and 80s is when the kind of action movie renaissance really yep. took off with your, your Schwarzeneggers, your Stallones, these bigger movies. But with bigger Van movies Dams, on that scale. Seagal's. No, well, Steven Seagal can uh, fall into a bin and roll down a hill and disappear into the sea. Your snipes? 
Wesley Snipes is more like the 90s, I would say. Bruce Willis is late 80s, early 90s. Bruce Willis is still... I mean, he's only just retired. I mean, yeah, sad about Bruce Willis and what happened, obviously, but, you know. What happened? He's got a condition where it's like he's slowly losing his uh, memory and stuff. So he, uh-huh. he's been working all these terrible movies he's been doing over the last couple of years is to make a bunch of money for his kids and his family so he can now retire and, like, pretty much die quite peacefully and his family can be okay. How has he not had enough money from his long apparently, history like, career? But, between Die Hard movies, he had uh, issues with the tax man, gambling, and wine. So it's just like, like most celebrities. I mean, Bruce Willis has had a pretty like mediocre career after a while, so he just kind of... Loop is probably the last decent thing he was in. Probably, yeah. It's funny, celebrities who are like, oh, I earn millions of pounds every year. And we're like, oh man, they must be living the dream. And it's like, no, not really. They live in a bigger house, but their bigger house costs them a lot of money. Yeah, they have a lot more And it's like, oh, well, well, they must eat well. It's like, well, they eat the same as you, but because they're living in these, and they're celebrities, they just eat very expensive versions of it. So it's, it's like, <laughs> our, our like 25K a year is the exact same as a, a Hollywood Maybe 4 million a year. If there's a lockdown, <laughs> we should all sing Imagine for them. <laughs> 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 Send that to Gal Gadot and just like, hey Gal, this is for you. This is for you, Gal. Imagine all the celebrities. <laughs> and it was like, wow, the little people are thinking of us in our big mansions and swimming pools. Which one of them was like, this all fucking. It was Gal Gadot. Was it, did she actually Cause, start that? Because then she got like Kristen Wiig involved because they were doing the Wonder Woman movie stuff at the time and they got Chris O'Dowd and a bunch of other people. I only saw like the first. 40 seconds and I went this I watched the whole thing of course I, you did there was a lot of celebrities in it but I was it, I didn't realise it was Gal Gadot that started it yeah it was her whole th- wouldn't it be great if we just sang a wee tune to the poor people like <laughs> thanks Gal <laughs> thanks this is really making we're my thinking lockdown of you, we're thinking of you so much cool could you like send me just a grand would be yeah, really helpful yeah a thousand pounds no I've sang I've done my part anyway I'm going to have a martini in the swimming pool <laughs> fuck off <laughs> So yeah, uh, we had the 80s movie action renaissance, so movies kind of like tightened up quicker experiences, like bigger, like in terms of explosions and excitement, but shorter and smaller in terms of Mm. we just want to pump these out and just get moving on. This was also the time where the TV was becoming... The, sil- the silver screen was becoming its own thing as well. Well, in in the sense that it was, you know, competition. So like, a lot of families who couldn't maybe afford to take the entire family out to the cinema yeah. could sit them down in front of the TV for their primetime Saturday night seven show. You know what I mean? Like four, yeah. five, seven shows. And it's like, right, well, to compete with that, we can't sit, we can't ask people to come to the cinema for four hours. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. It, it, this mentality, it's funny, people think the mentality of everyone wants everything quickly now started when iPhones and yeah, all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. It's like, it started a lot, like we had it in the 80s, we had it in the 90s. It's just, it was different than the way it was. Like when yeah. the TV first came around, people like, the, the, Newspaper's going to die off and no one's going to listen to the radio, the good old-fashioned radio anymore. It's going to be kids watching all of these terrible... They're going to look at naked ladies on the TV. It's like, no, it's just going to be like Saturday night. Ant and Dec were probably on. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, still just doing Saturday night takeaway. Saturday night takeaway. 1987. I do remember that, yeah. So do I. I wasn't alive then, but (laughs) pretend I do. Yeah, you had that type of experience and then the 90s changed and... It was the renaissance of visual effects, movies like your Jurassic Park and stuff, and your Matrix, and we had these different... We still, during all of these decades, had big movies, Mm. but they just weren't as prominent or um, sought after. I'm trying to to remember from the 90s 
90s and noughties were the longest movies we would have had. So you had like Kim. That was obviously like my time growing up and then falling in love with cinema. The 90s, you're going to have like um, Malcolm X, The Green Mile, Shawshank Redemption, mm. like these sorts of the tit- uh, Titanic, early, which was early 2000s. Kind of like these big movies that were of. I guess some Sorry, of them were eventually. I just looked you dead in the eye while I burped right into the microphone. Oh, I can't wait to cut that out. I can't <laughs> wait to listen to that four more times as I try to cut around that. I, could, I was like... I now the, I can I cut the, around it because we're talking I, about it. I burp and I moved my mouth to the side. And then I heard another one coming. I was too busy thinking, oh, I could feel that burp coming. And listening to you, and then to- you just looked me dead in the eye and burped. <laughs> yeah. Right, sorry. So yeah, we had the we had the Titanics, we had all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, these were big movies, but there was definitely. But they were the few and far between, especially in the yeah, in that the was the thing. In the like, 2000s. They, they had died off, and they weren't as prominent. You you'd get like maybe one a year or something like that, and people would be like, that movie is too long, and then you'd kind of move up. But and then they were also like, I mean, you you've just listed a bunch of there that were. If I remember this correctly, we're fairly prominent, like award winners. Green like, Mile, Titanic, Lord of the Rings, Lord Return of the, of the King. Yeah, it's, it felt like if your movie was going to be incredibly long, you were making it as Oscar bait, effectively. I mean, sure. I mean, they, you know, they were they were they were meant to be these like they, they, Green, they were, Green Mile, it's Titanic. Because Hollywood loves itself, and they love <laughs> to look back on itself. And when these big kind of temple movies would come out like oh this is reminiscent of the movies that i watched when i was a younger man what these these big uh temple three-hour mm. uh epics that are artistic and it's got the panavision uh cameras being used and, oh it's beautiful blah blah and then of course i'm james cameron and my vision is to make a three-hour long movie about the the ship the titanic and also to watch kate winslet get boned in a car <laughs> and make everyone on set miserable <laughs> <laughs> ah the james cameron way <laughs> Is that weird, that uh, that deleted scene in Avatar where he made Kate Winslet just get boned in a car on a spaceship <laughs> and then he just never put it in the and movie? Cuts straight back to the action. It's, it's not even on that planet, it's no, on Earth. It's on Earth. She's just in the back of like a Cadillac. <laughs> and she's just getting boned by someone. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, she, a, a lookalike, because he was busy. He was chasing, he was chasing <laughs> his you, Oscar. Have you seen that picture of Leonardo DiCaprio through the years where he's slowly turning into... Um, Jack Nicholson? Yes. It's incredible. It's amazing. I love um, how you've once again, and you, you've been doing this since we started this podcast, bringing up visual aids on an audio <laughs> podcast that <laughs> the people can't you. see. Well, they can look it up. Okay, Google um, Leonardo DiCaprio becoming Jack Nicholson. Do you want to see another one of, sh- of uh, the, sh- the Grogu, Mike, Shrek, and Grinch? I don't Color know. palette? Sure. Look. Take your pick. You can mix up Grogu, Shrek... Mike Wazowski and I would I would like the listeners to know if this segment has remained in the podcast. That's the one of the worst things someone's ever shown me, <laughs> and I want you to del- if that's on your phone, delete it because you're better than that. <laughs> that's true garbage. Uh, um, so yeah, so then we, yeah, so we so had yeah, the, Kate the, Winslet got boned in a car in Avatar. Kate Winslet in a car getting boned in Avatar, and then going far. I would say definitely when we, we catch up to late notches and stuff, you've got your iPhones, you've got your, they wanted yeah. quick consumable, you've got YouTube as well, Twitter, Vi- Vine, was it? Was that? Vine? Yeah. Like, seven seconds. I don't think, I don't think I Vine. Think 15 seconds. No. You're thinking of TikTok. Was TikTok only 15 seconds? Because well, I've seen TikToks that are like 90, it's, it's 90 t- minutes. TikTok is like 15 seconds is the, is the ma- minimum. Oh, okay. Vine was seven seconds. Okay. But yeah, it's like you have this quick consumable content and movies wanted to chase and follow that because you also had your streaming services and they wanted to just... Plus, the shorter the movie was, the more screen 
the more, more screens that you could have yeah. because they could turn around the cinema and put more people in, more people in seats. So it's just like, we can do 10 showings of our movie that day because mm. it's under this runtime. And so it's like, just pump these movies out and just get going. So your hour 50 became like the average. Hour 50 to two hour, that was your average. And we were, I was happy with that. Life was good when movies were an hour 50. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 but I do agree. I do agree. I think my, my, much like I know my timings when it comes to getting a tattoo, I can't get a tattoo past the three hour mark because I know that's when all my adrenaline crashes out. And the, any time past three hours, I'm just like, this is a living, waking nightmare. I want this to stop. I hate this and I want to go home. So I now know not to book anything past the three hour mark. Like ideally hour and a half, like do it in two sessions, you know? So I know that I like, yeah, like an hour, I can deal with the two hour mark. Two and a half hours is probably my top limit. And two and a half hours, it needs to be something that I am heavily invested in yeah. or is good enough for me to not feel the two and a half hours tick by. Yeah, I think we're both in agreement that like we're not against long movies. No. It's just because films like Lawrence of Arabia, The Godfather, Apocalypse Now, I love those movies. They're incredible. Maybe. I, I will make the effort to watch those movies. I've seen Apocalypse Now. You're right. Never seen The Godfathers. That's one of my cinema You're sins. Right. We need to do a cinema sins episode. Yeah, it's, it's on the list. We'll get to that at some point. Godfather. I'll do, I'll do mine now. No, this is the same episode. <laughs> 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 then we just beat up into that. <laughs> like, we're both fine with big movies. Yeah. But, but, we, but it's got to be, I'm fine with big movies as long as the big movie has enough to say and it's not filling it. And I'm going to pull Sonic up 2 up for this again, not filling it with this just random nonsense yeah. to artificially inflate the screen time. Do you know who's terrible for long movies and he just did one, he did one last, two years ago that got Oscar nominated is Martin Scorsese in his movie The Irishman. Yeah, That movie Netflix. is three hours mm. and it is shocking how nothing happens in three <laughs> hours. Like I, I remember at one point, I, I remember the experience of watching it so vividly because it was such an unpleasant experience, <laughs> which was, I paused it at one point and I went, I still have a whole other movie Need left to, to watch. And I just finished my bottle of wine. So I'm, I'm like, I, I guess I'm going to have another bottle of wine <laughs> and watch a whole other movie. And so far in this whole movie I've watched, nothing had happened. Mm -hmm. Nothing had happened. So I'm going to do the, I'm going to do the devil's advocate, play the other side of this just okay. briefly, because I think it's, it's the, the interesting part of this conversation is it's all fine and well for us to sit here and scream, movies are too long, bring back the shorter movie. But... The argument is, are we then editing art? Now, whether or not we like the art, Irishman being a fine example of this. I'm not going to use Sonic 2 as an example of this because it's a fucking kid's show and it's designed to make money. <laughs> Irishman's a good example, though, because even though we didn't enjoy it, yeah. uh, Scorsese made that film with a vision. His yeah. vision, whether we agree with it or was not- Was a blank slate. <laughs> <laughs> whether we agree with it or not was a three-hour-long vision. And 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 you mentioned director's cuts previously. Yes. Um so well, you know, not it, on mic, but when we were chatting... Oh, did we not do it on mic? No, we were chatting over text about director's cuts. Cool. Well, then, yeah, I'll, you know, very briefly, like, we, you know, we're talking here and it's, oh, but these films are too long. And it's like, Aliens, uh, for sure, definitely had a director's cut, which is the, the yes. recommended viewing experience. Yes, definitely. Uh, Blade Runner has a director's cut, which is the recommended viewing experience. And all of these director's cuts are longer than the base theatrical cuts. Pretty much, if Ridley Scott has released a film, he then has released a... What is that noise? That sounds like a small child falling downstairs. <laughs> God, I hope it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ridley Scott um, will always release a director's cut because that man... He, here's why I love Ridley Scott and I respect Ridley Scott compared to people like Peter Jackson or yeah. Martin Scorsese. Is Ridley Scott knows 
that he needs to cut his film down. <laughs> he knows if he wants to put it out in the cinema, most of your audience is just going to want your buy like your 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 two hour mm-hmm. like nut mm-hmm. good. Mm. And then when the Blu-ray comes out, he'll put his big two hour forty cut on there. <laughs> Peter Jackson would be like, how long is the movie? Three and a half hours? Put the whole thing out. Don't edit a single <laughs> second of it. But then there's the Lord of the Rings extended cuts that add on fucking... No, but then you've got that King Kong movie. We're 40 oh, minutes into the movie yeah. before he gets to the fucking island. And he's like, this is my love letter to King Kong. I went, yeah. And the love letter to the seventh or to the fucking sixties one, they're on the island in 20 minutes, Pete. <laughs> Fucking read it in. Are we editing us? So but by saying we want a shorter film, like if, a, if a filmmaker, whether, again, whether or not we agree with it, Peter Jackson decides he wants to do a, a three hour long fucking Kong movie, then that's his choice, right? Like, should, that- we, should we not be allowing, like, should, should the director's cut be held for a thing? Or should we just be like, look, you make the movie you want to make? Because this is something you've said previously as well. Art, cinema is art. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not trying to catch you out. This isn't me being like, ha fuck you, dick. Uh, I just asked Philip jump out from covers. Like, Got you. <laughs> this is an intervention, idiot. <laughs> no, uh, um, but it's, it's something you said yourself. Movies are art. So at the end of the day, art should be whatever the, the creator decides. Yes. And if, it, if a creator decides, if who fucking directs Sonic 2, if he decided, you know what? My art needs to have an eight minute sequence where she chases her. Husband or husband on a golf, on a golf, a golf cart, cart screaming. That's my. This is my movie. This is my vision. I, I just love the fact that this is a wee side that this is a wee time capsule that some of the conversations because you will never again reference Sonic Two this much in your life than you have in this fucking podcast. Right I, we now. were talking about doing a Sonic Two review, and I think uh, I, I think it will be worse than this. It'll be worse than what I'm talking now because okay. I'm doing more Sonic Two reviewing now than I would in an actual review. like with actual review. Come out, you're like, yeah, it was all right. That's fine. Uh, Go see you. Yeah, I, you make a, it's a difficult point to navigate because obviously I love cinema, I love mm-hmm. movies, and I love like wanky, pretentious auteur directors. Oh, you do. Who, like anyone who's listened to this podcast before, they know I love the fucking artsy, foreign nonsense shit that no one's ever heard of because I'm a. I'm a wanker. I just really went down a path there of just really tearing myself down. I might continue. I won't, though. And it's just... I'll do it for you. No, no, no. You're okay, thanks. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I obviously don't want directors to be hindered in their vision. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, if your movie, for example, is, I don't know, a Spider-Man movie, it doesn't... There's The vision isn't there enough for it to be if I, let's not go after spider-man let's go no, after I, I think spider-man did it okay it's long but it's i want and i instead want to go after eternals because eternals is one of the worst movies i saw last year i almost fell asleep mm-hmm. twice in that movie it's two and a half hours maybe a wee bit longer uh what why a very what? and very just for anyone that's not seen eternals marvel movie a very very quick summary would be that it's it's doing the usual Marvel kind of uh, origin story, but it's doing it with 12, seven, seven Fuck. characters, yeah. something like it's doing it with a, in a, a ridiculous number of characters yes. and it's weaving it into the Marvel MCU narrative. Um, and they're, they're all basic bog standard, like they are this person, they yeah, are that person. They're all pretty like cut out. Yeah, like, pretty like this is who they are. One dimensional. Done. Angelina Jolie's. She's a love interest. <laughs> He's the strong one. Yeah. He's the one that has a dark background. 
she could kill them all because she's got a weird virusy thing in her head. A- anything else? No, that's that's the whole character. That one. She could just maybe kill you all. Then the then the movie kind of ends. <laughs> You're like, wow, that was two and a half hours for no fucking reason. I I'm gonna say one thing very quickly in defense. The Eternals had one of I, I genuinely had one moment in it. I was like, that was an epic piece of cinema when that massive. Uh, celestial thing comes to earth mm. and it just has that single shot where it's like from earth perspective and then like- of the horizon and it's just this upper half of a body and it's like so unbelievably monumentally big and you just see people freaking out i love that it's like 10 seconds okay I don't, i'm not gonna say that the whole film's worth that 10 <laughs> that's, second moment that's at the end of the movie that's right at the end <laughs> but that 10 seconds i was like whoa that's fucking that's a really cool if you'd seen that in super screen that would have really yeah sorry but yeah so but yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's yeah i feel it's a case of it's it's dependent on the director and the story and i know that's a kind of a cop-out answer but as much as I dislike him, someone like a Scorsese, someone like a Tarantino, someone like a Coppola, a Denis you at this point, even though Dune was too long, I get why Dune was long, but it was too long. Mm. Denis you is a director who has earned, in my opinion, the right to have the freedom to make a movie as long and uh, exceedingly over... Much, I don't know. I lost my train of thought there. But you know what I mean. I think, like- I think. Yeah, I think going after Marvel films. I think the, the, so that I think Marvel movies and Sonic movies and all these other kind of smaller films are an offshoot of what is happening. I think the conversation lies around people that are making movies as art. So, like you know, everyone you've kind of just said who believe that they are putting out genuine cinema, like they're, they're making art. They're making Marvel's something. not doing it. Marvel are just following the trend. It's uh, they're. They're running on a track and they're just kind of putting out their it's a copy and paste situation at this yeah, point. Like, it's, it's let's the, go to Atlanta, let's get into our big warehouse of blue screens, do a couple of flips, say your line, cut it together. Yeah, yeah no, but I, I mean I mean I, what I'm saying is that it's Marvel is just copying the trend. Marvel is just seeing that there are a lot of movies that make a lot of money are the very long movies. And they're I just don't like, know if that's oh true, we'll though. just fucking bump out a couple. But the question I'm asking is, is it right for us to be like so, because, you know, let's, I'm trying to think of a long movie that came out that I did enjoy, but I thought was too, I mean, June's a great example, actually. Let's use June, because we both agreed. June, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Um, these movies came out three hours long, yeah? And I or thought they shy were- shy of. Shy of. I think, I think June and 2049 were both fantastic movies. And yeah. I've seen both of them twice, both. and I have talked about them in great detail. Yeah. Denis Villeneuve can do no wrong. He's, he's, he's great. And what, and what he does is amazing. But- there were still points in both of those films when I was like, I'm reaching my sit limit. I'm reaching my cinema limit here. And I don't think I can, you're reaching it. I need to go pee at some point. I need to, pee. I need to like my, my attention span for better or for worse is not a three hour long attention span. It's a 20 minute attention span. So it's a miracle. I can extend that to an hour and a half, <laughs> let alone three hours. So is it right for us to sit here? And this is where I think the conversation is interesting. Is it right for us to be like, well, you know, great movie, 2049, great movie, June, but you should cut out, Hey, Denise Villeneuve, you should cut out chunks of it for, for the audience, for us, from Gavin and Gary, for your boys in the Meandering <laughs> podcast. Should I whoop whoop? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I... Because that's what we're saying. That's what, and that's what we're both saying. Yes. That we, that Denise Villeneuve, we want you to make your movie shorter. Yeah, like, to, to break it down to the honest fact is that we are, 
we are two adults who have lives, jobs, other people in our lives that we want to spend time with. I mean, with. you have a job. I wouldn't blow too much smoke up your own ass. Fuck, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that even know what that means? What does that mean? <laughs> Yeah, we we have things out. We have like a lot of life things that we have to tackle. I don't even know. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> navigate past that one and keep try to just keep on going. Uh, so to, to, taking my pound of flesh, to, you've taken all. I have nothing left. <laughs> I'm, but, I'm but a toe and a mouth. <laughs> it's like to give over so much time mm-hmm. to a movie. It sounds shit at this point, but we just don't really have the time to yeah. give to these type of movies. <laughs> I did see the Batman twice though. <laughs> so it's like it's like I'm The Batman's another good example though of like and, and I think I think Batman toes the line perfectly because it's a comic book film that is not it's not just doing it paint by the numbers. The Batman felt like it was trying to make its runtime worth it and still struggled with an extra half an hour that didn't it need to be. It just didn't there. need to be that long. And and again, although it was like, oh, it's not an origin movie. We're doing our own thing. It's not. It's like, yeah, but you are still showing us a lot of origins of a lot of things. You're not showing us the Batman origins, but oh, here's Catwoman, and here's where she came from, and here's where like, Riddler came from. Riddler came from. Okay, Joker's right. kicking about. And it's like, I mean, yeah, don't get. I think we're both in agreement. We both loved the Batman. Yeah, it's a great, great movie. Film. But and this is the thing I, I noticed that every single person I've spoken to when it comes to the Batman, the first thing they've always said to me was, "It's too long." Yeah, like no one's ever went that deserved to be that length. Mm. Like I enjoyed the way scenes were paced out because Batman would come into a scenario and it was kind of slow and brooding, and he would kind of move around methodically. And I just liked Pattinson's kind of interpretation of Batman being like this caged kind of very centered person Mm. that would explode when needed to be. And so yeah, that did draw out scenes perhaps a little longer because they took so long. But then you've just got a lot of fluff in there as well. Like yeah. the Joker stuff, get the fuck out. The Catwoman Batman love story, mm, no, it just, it felt too much too quickly. Yeah. It's like, I like them working together, but I wish they just kept that kind of relationship of we're working together and there's a bit of flirtation. There's not, I love you, let's kiss, run away with like they all didn't this. didn't say I love you, did they? I think at the end of the movie or something like. Did they say I love you? I think so. You know, this you TikTok generation, they all fall in love and then out of love. I don't fucking know. I'm going to die alone, so it's fine. Uh, but yeah, this this was the conversation that started it for you and I yes. in our group chat. <laughs> is, uh, is when I learned the runtime for the Batman, I yeah. jumped into the group chat that you and I, Philip and Ryan have, and I was just like, what the fuck is this runtime? Yeah. Why is it this long? And then we kind of... A lot of the things we've already discussed, we were chatting about over text, and I said that the Avengers Infinity War slash Endgame is what started or kind of reignited this trend, I feel, because people went to the cinema for Infinity War and for Endgame, which were, for the movies that they were, really, really long. Like, Mm. Endgame was close to three hours, I think. I think so. And I think, yeah, I think you're right, I think is one of the most profitable movies of all time. And so studios being the very simple people that they are, they went, movie long. A lot of people saw a movie. <laughs> they must want long movies. And they just like, those two things crossed over. And it is funny because of all the films that you're going to make long, I feel like at the end of an arc, at the end of a 30 movie arc, exactly. and I know it's not 30 movies, but anyone fucking messages in. <laughs> no one's ever messaged about anything. No one's ever sent a message about anything, Gary. I don't think you have to worry about that now. <laughs> but yeah, like the, the, the end of a 30 movie arc deserves to have long movies because you have so many characters and so many stories to wrap up. Yeah. 
at the end of the day. And if, you're, if you've decided you're going to do the majority of that in these big two-part epics, they need to be long, you know? What you then don't need after that is like, wow, the Endgame did so great. We should make Eternals and Shang-Chi and whatever else is about to come out really long as well. Yeah, because like, clearly people like that. Like Shang-Chi, I thought, was the best of the three Marvel movies that came out last year. It's the one I enjoyed the most. Had No Way Home, Eternals and... No, and Sha- Shang-Chi no wasn't last year, right? No, it yeah, was, it came out like it? December time. Oh, okay, cool. So like, it was Shang-Chi, Eternals and No Way Home. And I thought Shang-Chi was the best, but it was still wait like that final act like mm. the big battle and everything i was like this is still going on yeah, and this yeah. could have ended 10 minutes ago because once the battle's over i'm like we still got to do the whole like wrap up of mm-hmm. oh that was that was something anyway let, let's have what our have we all learned what are our character growth moments? one month later and back in new york hey guys but, but, but. i mean and then we got to do our post credits and i'm just like wrap this up that mm-hmm. why is this as long and mm-hmm. I, I generally do believe it's because studios saw the most profitable movie of all time being that length and they thought we can get away yeah. with it now again yeah no, for sure not well, get away with it doesn't not necessarily get quick, away with it quick question about end credit scenes for you um i know marvel are the main perpetrators of this so yes. it's not like i'm going to be talking about this for anyone else particularly but marvel with their end credit scene like surely if something happens in an end credit scene that is integral to the storytelling of the next film, or even the film you've just watched. It shouldn't be an end credit scene. Here's it should be in the film. Here's what I've said, and I've I've said it since post credit scene started. I wish I think Iron Man had the one with Nick Fury or something. Probably, yeah. For all I don't stay through for post credit scenes anymore. I haven't since Infinity War. That's I don't do it for any movie at any point because I have a life and I don't care. About <laughs> my either my life or end credit scenes. You have a job. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, Every single post-credit scene I have stayed for, no matter the movie, if it's Marvel or if it's someone else, has never been worth it. Mm-hmm. I have never sat through an credit scene and gone, glad I stayed for that. Yeah. Because it's always just been a, here's what's to come, wink, or here's a fun little Easter eggy thing, wink. Yeah. And that's and, it. And, and those ones, I'm fine with. Those ones, I'm like, you want to stay and you want to watch that. And you know what? If it's a fun little Easter egg or it's something else, awesome. I have no problems putting that halfway through the credits if not right I'll never see it, I'll never see it or I'll watch it on YouTube six months and later and if you never see it it won't affect anything yeah no problem what I have an issue with is the ones where it's like I think Shang-Chi did it so end credit scene in Shang-Chi was um, spoilers for a year old movie go watch it uh, was the the sister sitting on her new evil chair as the head of the new evil company yeah and it's like well, what, are, what are we going to do it's like don't worry I'm taking over cut and it's like oh that was only a minute but that's a very big piece of storytelling but you know what that tells me is they have no idea what to do with that or if they'll ever touch it again so like just throw it in the end credits i mean and then that's the second problem i have with end credits that i mean and spider-man is the worst one spider-man uh homecoming most the definitely the worst one for this and especially with where we are now with morbius um michael keaton in prison speaking to uh oh, yeah. gargan with a scorpion on his neck so you're like holy shit michael keaton's coming that. back he's gonna bring the scorpion with him and they're he's gonna do sinister sex he's gonna do they're gonna do something we are when did no when did homecoming come out 20 so we're five years 17 five years now and michael keaton has finally turned up in morbius 
Do you know where he turns up in Morbius? Do you know how much of an impact he has in Morbius? Post credit scene? End credit scene. Yes. <laughs> I did not know that, but that was... That was Are like... you joking? <laughs> <laughs> like, like why do an end credit scene if you have no plans of doing anything with it? Because Sony... how? I mean, let's not fucking... Let's not go down the Morbius yeah, my, my My gripe is... If you do an end credit scene, it should be an Easter egg. If it's something integral to the story, put it in the film. If you are going to do an end credit scene with a character that you're hinting at coming back, fucking bring them back. Don't just do nothing with them for five years. I mean, Jesus. We have de- definitely spiraled off into um, post credit scenes, but I'm fine to do it because I hate them. Uh, and you know me, I love to rant. Uh, by the way, Homecoming 2017, I'm incredible. Uh, it's all up here. I get a locked it's box. Good. It's like, a, like a little Rolodex of unnecessary information. I did the maths. It was five years ago. I just went into my head. I know, but I... So in my head, you said 2017, and I subtract 2017 from 2022, and I came up with five, so... <laughs> that's, okay. how I, that's how I knew it was five years ago. Okay, thank you. We've really spiralled off now, haven't we? Yeah, put, you know, that, I'd forgotten all about that Homecoming one with Michael Keaton. I remember the trailer for Morbius came out, mm-hmm. and Michael Keaton does a whole, like... Michael Keaton is in the trailer of Morbius. The initial... You're right. The yes. initial trailer. And he does that for whole, him to be in we an, should talk or something. For him to be in an end credit scene in Morbius. Because let's be honest, the only way they were going to get butts and seats, mainly your Marvel fans who don't want to go see the Sony stuff, is like, remember Michael Keaton from... There's also that graffiti. We spoke about this on on Mike. There's the graffiti in the Morbius trailer of the Sam Raimi Spider Man Sam Raimi Spider Man suit with murderer written across it. Right, edited out of the final cut of Morbius. It's not in there. It's all just a big trick. So what Do you know doing? what they should have edited out of Morbius? Jared Leto. Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they should have done. You remember in the '90s when. Um, Toy Story 2 is being worked on and somebody accidentally deleted the entire movie and yes. luckily it got saved by someone who was working from home maternity leave brought the movie back in was like guys I have it don't worry awesome they should have done that with Morbius they should have just been like but the person some- on maternity leave should have also deleted it <laughs> yeah, the person on maternity leave should have just been like I'm not coming back I love my kid too much they, they should have- <laughs> I'm staying home with my child also I've emptied my recycle bin so <laughs> on my computer so it's gone it's gone sorry guys if I was working in Morbius I think I would have done it. I think I would have been like right Gary here's the final copy it's the only copy we've got left so you need to deliver this to Hollywood and I would have gone hop it would have been like you'd throw the, the bouncy ball at your dad's head. You'd be just thrown out the window. Just really? like, I, goodbye. This is another... Sorry, we're so far off topic now. But this is just another thing that fucking bugs me. Morbius is a great example. Other shit films. And I, I don't just mean the bad films, right? Because there are bad films that are designed to make money. No problem with that. They just release a film. People buy the tickets. They go sit in the cinema. Whatever. Just for context, Morbius, hour 44. At least it's a good run time. It's a good run time. <laughs> I'm keeping us on track sometimes. When... When they sat down and they watched Morbius and they watched the scene with Matt Smith dancing awkwardly to himself after giving himself the vampire genes and then giving a horrible CGI vampire face. Gavin, you have to see this film. It's I'm fucking, not see Morbius. It's, it's not going to happen. Incredibly bad. I don't have time to do anything. I have a job. So <laughs> when they sat down, they were like, right, first watching guys. So the CGI guys are finished. The sound guys are finished. We've all finished our separate jobs and we've all seen this film in little bits and in little bits. We think it's all coming together. Let's all sit down and watch it. At the end of the hour and 40, how, 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 how did so many people go, yep, sign off on that. That's good. Because. That's good. No, here's what happened. <laughs> and it's much like if you ever, I've mentioned this before, if you watch the behind the scenes of the making of The Phantom Menace and the first time the producers and George Lucas all watched it, 
It was the exact same for Morbius. The movie finished, the lights came up, there was stunned silence, and they just went, but we can't change it now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the things that are there have to be there so we can make it. There's a bit, to speaking of the Phantom Menace, you know Darth Maul when he spins his double lightsaber around and he grabs it behind his back? That kind of, like, spins it and it stands like that with it behind his back and it's awesome. Hmm. Ray Park, who plays Toad in the original X-Men movies, there's a bit where he jumps out of an elevator and he's got a pole and he spins it and he holds it behind his back. And uh, when you see it side by side, it's the same move. It's cool. So you're telling me Ray Park is an uh, amateur? He's, well, he's, Not an amateur. He's uh, unimaginative. He's got one move. And he it's that whole... Yeah, spin, I don't know what spin the... behind the back. Yeah, I think the noise he made is the one... That is a nightmare to film because they're like, right, Ray Park, you're the toad. You need to be serious here. Darth Maul doesn't speak. So if you could just do your move quietly this time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ray Park, you did the Mario noise again. But then uh, Ali Betty comes up and goes, you know what happens to a toad when it gets electrocuted? The same thing that happens to everything else. And they're actually like, right, Ray, do your noise. Do it over that line. Yeah. That is a shit line. <laughs> and Ray's like, are you sure? And Ali Betty's like, I'm an, uh, an Oscar-winning actress. Are you sure? <laughs> like that was a not Oscar-winning I, line. So I like to think that it's not Ray Park making that noise. It's just the action. His body makes that his noise. His body goes, as, His joints are spinning out of control. Why didn't he, he cast him to play Mario in the uh, instead of Chris Pratt? Because he could have just went Aria. Have they released any footage for that yet? God, do no. we know what they're going to sound like? Wait. I know. They've said, Chris Pratt's like, I'm not doing an Italian voice because I have no Italian heritage. Cool. Fine with that. But Why do you cast Chris Pratt? Well, it still feels weird that we're going to get a Chris Pratt when your marriage going to come out like, oh, hey, Luigi, yeah. are you ready to go and collect some coins? He's going to do <laughs> the same kind of like light voice he does in the Lego movies. Like, oh my God, what's going on? Like, we, we, we got to get to Daisy or whatever. Which one do you, is it, is it Daisy? Luigi and Daisy and Peach and Mario. Peach is the one. Yeah, Charlie Day is Luigi. The the voice cast for that film is beyond insane. How long? What do you think the runtime of that movie is going to be? I'm, I'm kind of hoping for three hours. <laughs> they just fucking <laughs> Nintendo go balls to the wall. Like three hour origin Marvel mo- uh, Mario movie. So what do we? We have Chris Pratt as Mario. Charlie Day is Luigi. Seth Rogen is Seth Rogen is Don. Seth Rogen has one bit, which is I smoke weed. That's yeah. his whole Seth Rogen has one voice. Thing. So what are they going to be like? Oh, we got to go get our friend Donkey Kong in the jungle. Oh, hey guys, want a banana? Oh, <laughs> Here's oh my... these bananas are really strong. <laughs> Here's my question. Is I'm assuming for English speaking countries. Jack Black is Bowser. Jack Black's. It's going to be, for English speaking countries, it's going to be these actors. But like in Japan and stuff, like, are they doing this, like the Japanese equivalent of Chris Pratt and Jack Black? <laughs> I guess so. Like, who is that? Michael uh, Keegan Key as Toad. None, he, and this is a conversation we could have in a, another episode at some time, is voice casting for animated movies now is garbage because it's just like, hey, we got Justin Timberlake because you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the name Justin Timberlake. We got Chris Pratt because you... I, well, like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I was I knew you were going to say Chris Pratt there. I'm going to give Chris Pratt a pass because he's proven he has voice acting chops. He can do it. Lego Movie is a good performance. No, I, it isn't. It is. He's, just, he's the Troy Baker. He's the Nolan North of the video game world. He just does his voice. Yeah, but it works. No, it doesn't. We'll find out when he does Mario and he has to actually do something. But Because I, I agree. He has to make an effort. Emmett is good. Emmett is a good character. His voice, his I, voice just, just, is good. I do agree that for a lot of kids' films nowadays, it's like 
starring the voices of Anna Faris and Justin Timberlake. And you're like, all right, Anna Faris has done voice work, not a problem, but Justin Timberlake is a musician. I've seen him act in films like Bad Teacher alongside uh, uh, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, I was going to say yeah. Drew Barrymore there. Interchangeable. Well, they were alongside both, Cameron Diaz. They're both in Charlie's Angels. And he won. Wasn't a good actor in that, so why would you think separating him further from people is a good idea? Yeah, and then I, you go see that film, and it's like, oh, hey, uh, Timberland, the troll, how are you? Oh, uh, hey guys, I'm here to uh, take us to the new me, Magic Forest. Justin Timberlake. Jesus, it's like him. Um, I don't think I've because I've seen Justin Timberlake in quite a few films. For example, End Time or Southland Tales. Oh, I thought he was in End Time. Uh, if you want to have the weirdest experience of your life, because Philip and I had this quite recently, audio by, I should say, uh, we watched Southland Tales because him and I are working our way through every single Dwayne Rod Johnson movie. This is something that will come up. What are you up, up to? You we have one left. You, have you done Skyscraper? We did. That was the first one we did. That was, was back in like 2020. Have you spoken about Skyscraper? No, but don't worry. We're going to get to it because Phil, Audio Boy and I have a... a give me the two, a thumbs up or a thumbs down. We Right? Yeah, right? Me and Audio How Boy... How good is that, Phil? Like you spoiled the thumbs up. <laughs> me and Audio Boy have a, a big Dwayne Rock Johnson meandering movie podcast plan. It's, it's going to be epic <laughs> when it happens. But yeah, Justin Timberlake's Ed and Southland Tales... And he's got like a scar and he's like a war-torn like sniper guy. And in the middle of the film, he sings that I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier song. And it's directed by the guy who did Donnie Darko. And this was his big follow-up. And it's mental. It's fucking mental. And I can't wait to talk about that in a future episode of the Manning Movie Podcast. But that movie has a theatrical cut, which is like two hours, 10 minutes. And there's a director's cut. Which we had to watch because we have to watch every single Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie, and it's like two hours and forty minutes. Jesus. And that movie, when you, like, I, I didn't drink during it, but by the end of it, I had a headache. Like <laughs> things hurt. <laughs> Me and Phil were just like, we were just so out of it because yeah, the movie's yeah. so wild, and it's two hours and forty minutes yeah, of it, and that's yeah. a movie that did not need to be two hours and forty minutes. Just like, what is happening in this fucking movie? We need to talk about Skyscraper. We will talk about Skyscraper, which is a good length movie. Dwayne Rock Johnson movie. puts out good length movies he now. He does. It's because he's just putting out that, that like, you know, like you don't don't focus on this too much. And that fact, that brings me to Red Notice, which was his most recent one with Ryan Reynolds, which mm-hmm. came out on Netflix. When you look at Netflix or Prime or Now TV or whatever, those are the places now I feel you can output like a long movie and it be okay because you're in the comfort of your home. Mm-hmm. You've got your setup. You can go pee when you want. You can pause when you want. And also, this is something that we didn't even say. If you're in a, th- like, s- when I went to see the Batman the second time, uh, I had a lady sitting behind me who, f- for the entire movie, thought that we went to listen to her running commentary. Mm. Turns out we didn't pay to go listen to her running commentary. So every so often you just go, uh, well, there's a point where, like, um, Batman says or does something to Catwoman and she just goes, oh, that's not how I would have spoken to her. And I'm just like, cool, bitch. Thanks. <laughs> just like, I, after coming out of Sonic 2, I, I decided, I, I, I think I want to do this. Set up a Twitter account for things I heard in the cinema. Yes. And then put like, because I, I want, I, there's a very specific thing that I usually hear in cinema and it bugs me the most. That pisses me off, but I would have just shushed her and told her to be quiet. Yeah. What pisses me off more are people that don't speak the entire film, but then random point for some reason they decide to say something that is so blindingly obvious that's happened in the film and it's been set up through the film sonic 2 best example 
Sonic at the beginning falls out of a boat. And he's like, I can't swim. I can't swim. And they get him in the boat. And he's like, oh, I hate water so much, guys. I can't swim. Right? Established. Yes. There's an underwater sequence where it's fun because Sonic can't swim and he's underwater. And it's like the games. And he sucks in a bubble at one point And he goes, whoop. It makes the noise. Awesome. Loved it. <laughs> um, and he's at the bottom of this fucking temple or something flooding with water and he's like ah, 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 and it's like the screen's going black and he can't swim and knuckles is fucking off from him and this woman goes oh, i don't think he can swim <laughs> are you fucking kidding what have you what been have watching you, yeah why would you who are you saying that for the benefit of because I can see that he can't swim because the film's fucking telling me it. In fact, you can see that he can't swim because the film's fucking telling you it. Sorry, you asked me how loud I was going to get at the beginning yeah. of this. And I feel like that's my peak. The funny thing was, you're like, ah, oh, like, so never get angry. It's like, we have no reason to get angry. And then, <laughs> and then we just meandered off into oh. cunts saying shit in movies. We riled ourselves up. Uh, what runs, what are we, what are we at? If we want to get a second episode, we, we might have to. Or an hour three. So yeah, we just, we need to just wrap this. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Here, here's my wrap so, up to this we're so far off topic we're it's so, but it's the Meandering <laughs> Movie Podcast we named it we're back we're back we're back and oh, for, Christ. for now and then we're not here's my wrap up yes is one don't know what I'm going to title this episode Sonic 2 the mini review <laughs> <laughs> Sonic 2 the mini review <laughs> two when it comes to movie lengths I want an hour fifty Mm-hmm. Every time I go into a streaming service these days, I'm sitting at home, I've just come back from a shift or whatever, and I'm tired. I just want to put on like a movie and just kind of like zone out, enjoy it. And But I don't want to, like I want to go to bed or I'm tired or I'm going to go out later on. It's like every movie, two hours, 20, yeah. two hours, 10, two and a half hours, just like constant, constant, constant. And I'm like, what? I This is my final statement. I want the hour 50 movies back, please. I require it. I have a busy life. I have people and I have things to do. I would like an hour 50 so I can then go off to do whatever I wish to do. I'm going to finish this with saying I'm okay with you making a long movie. And if you're a prop- if you're a director and you're out there thinking my movie has to be three hours long, I actually don't have a problem with that. Do it. The norm, I agree. The, 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 the standard should come back down to the hour, half to two hour docket but if you are going to go out there as a director and think i'm going to make my movie it has to be three hours long fine but if i go and see your film and it has superfluous 40 minutes of shit you will feel my wrath on this podcast again good yeah. sir you i you i will fucking from now on if you make a movie i'm sweeping declaration from now on if you make a movie that's too fucking long i will tweet you this episode oh no so, yeah be prepared just imagine john lassiter stop bringing up john lassiter. i'm just saying just imagine matt reeves uh, sequel to the batman has a scene where catwoman chases batman around a golf course <laughs> in a golf cart for 40 minutes and then at the end of it it comes up batman's like oh i was gonna listen to a podcast but i hate the meandering movie, movie podcast in fact I'll delete it all from my phone. And me and you'll be sitting there like, holy shit, did he listen? Did Matt we, Reeves listened to our did episode. Did piss off Matt Reeves? <laughs> Please don't hate us, Matt Reeves. You did a great movie. It's one of the best Batman visions we've ever seen on it's screen. It's great. However, you should hide his eyes. No, I like the eyes. No, the eyes are good. Hide the eyes. No. no, no. Especially with the content. I've, Ryan said this. Years he's back. not here. Ryan said it years back, and I've not does. stopped thinking about it. He's right. Hide Batman's eyes. He should. They should be white like every piece of media outside of nope. the movies. Nope. The, listen, because, and now especially, in the Batman 
fucking prime example. He's got those contacts that he puts in. So just make them have like photosensitive, so he, or like a button so he can be like, boop. And when he's being intimidating, the white comes down. And then anytime he's not, when he's with Gordon or when he's with Catwoman, he can go boop and they come back to normal. There's your, there's your okay. in-between. Oh, yes. I agree. Awesome. I was, that- I was doing my classic, <laughs> nope, nope, not listing. And then you said something that was actually good and now I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, see? Because I just think it's it would be... Because yeah. Pattinson's got so much on those eyes. The eyes though. were great in Batman. It's just, I just think, like especially with especially with the context where he's got them in anyway, there's, there's needs... Yeah. I just think because it's such a fucking defining look of Batman. Anyway, guys, that's our hour-long <laughs> podcast about movie runtimes. We spoke about it for, what, 20 minutes? Don't worry, I'm going to cut this down to just just the, the necessary bits. How long should a podcast be, Gavin? Well, the last one we did was... <laughs> Ironically, the last one we did was the longest one we'd ever done. So, and they're just gonna keep getting longer because we don't Ooh. give a fuck. And Audio Boy's not editing anymore, so I have free reign to do as it's I do. True. So nice. yes, this has been episode two of season three of the Meandering Movie Podcast. We will try and have another episode out in less than six months from now. Can't promise that, but yes, as Gary said, the trip to Dubai still on the cards. So get your social media. Um, <laughs> Um, get, your, get your photos with your best celebrity lookalike. Not saying that is the competition, <laughs> but it, it might, might be. be the competition. So if you want to follow us on Instagram, that's Meandering Movie Podcast. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, that's at Meandering Pod. Look for us on Facebook, Meandering Movie Podcast. We have a Gmail account, which is Meandering Movie Podcast at gmail.com. Get your messages, get your suggestions, get your thoughts, get your celebrity lookalike pictures <laughs> in with your chance to win a trip to Dubai. Plus, look out for us on TV shows like Love Island. Island and um can we do an competition rush can we do an actual competition if i I'm we gonna, can't get a podcast out within listen, six months i'm saying this right now if you whoever sends me your best celebrity lookalike photo and i want it to be an actual photo that you've taken not from the internet so i you got to prove it's your, your photo somehow the best celebrity lookalike i will give you my pride and joy dvd of it's all gone pete tongue <laughs> okay well signed <laughs> It's not signed, but it's there's a. It's a no, no, I'm saying you can sign. I'll it. sign it. Yeah, yeah. I will there's not a reason. Si- I will not sign it. There's a reason. It's my pride and joy, though. Why? Because no, do you want to keep that secret for tantalize the people to want to? There's a reason. It's it, okay. It's a brilliant thing that has happened, and I love it. It's I think I remember what it is, joy. but we're go- we'll see if anyone remembers. And yeah. if you, if I, if, if you but do remember, with your message, type what it is that's on yeah. the DVD, and then you definitely win the DVD. But please message us. It's fun Just, getting some yeah, audio give us stuff. Something. Thanks but, for listening, folks. We'll be back. soon soon with another episode of the Meandering Movie Podcast. Music is no longer life. It's Meandering Movies. It's Meandering Movies. It's Meandering Movies. So won't you lend an ear.